Before we begin, I would like to invite our listeners to a series of workshops starting in January and going through April designed to enhance your healing practice, learn effective self-healing techniques, and teach you how to do Akashic dowsing for yourself. We're calling it the Winter Workshop Extravaganza, and the only thing we're missing is you. Each workshop will be conducted via Zoom, and all participants will receive specially designed workshop materials, live instruction, and plenty of time for individual practice and feedback. Please visit vitalbioenergetics.com and click on the Workshops tab for our list of available workshops. Each workshop has its own dedicated webpage and a two-minute video introduction telling you all about it. I can't wait to see you there. And now for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes with your host, Bill G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to our podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now for today's podcast. and welcome to High Vibes. I'm your host, Bill G, and today's special guest is John Morrow. John Morrow is a member of, he's a vice president, actually, of a pharmacy called the Herbal Path, which is a natural pharmacy specializing in natural remedies and alternative to, to prescription drugs. They're conveniently located in two locations in the New Hampshire Seacoast, and their mission is to provide a reputable source of information in integrative and alternative health practices while offering high-quality therapeutic natural products. Their uniquely trained professional staff is well-versed in natural medicines and knowledgeable about herbs, vitamins, minerals, and drug therapy. John was once a a pharmacist himself before he joined the team, and he's now the vice president. He strongly identifies with their mission, providing the community with a reputable resource on integrative medicine and a source of high-quality natural products. He supports empowering people through sharing knowledge around integrative wellness modalities. And John brings a different background with experience in conventional pharmacotherapy to that team. Throughout his extensive career, John has demonstrated innovation and focused leadership in the community pharmacy space. He graduated from the Massachusetts College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences and spent eight and a half years in pharmacy leadership roles before joining Herbal Path in 2021. John, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. We met with Rosanya Gudet's group, uh, Realistic Pros, and I was very intrigued by your approach because you, you and I got to, ch uh, to chat over at the Evolution Expo, and um, I found the the idea of a herbal pharmacy to be very interesting. Now we have a herbal pharmacy actually in West Rutland, Vermont. It is actually no longer open anymore because the owner passed away a couple of years ago, but. She was also a classically trained pharmacist turned herbalist. And in her shop, she had herbs that she grew herself and prescribed to 
the people who would come into her shop. And she also had other things going on there too. Like she was a Reiki practitioner and she had drumming circles and that sort of fun stuff as well. So as I'm imagining, I've never had the chance to visit your herbal store. I am planning on maybe stopping by for a visit if you're still open after my event this weekend over in Dover. But I'm imagining that this place is similar, but sleeker, I guess is the right word, I, is the word I'm looking for, because uh, the one in West Rutland was kind of dark and, you know, it looked like, you know, you were coming into somebody's house to get your herbs. The photographs that I've seen from the website shows a very clean, very welcoming atmosphere. So why don't you tell me a little bit about the, uh, the pharmacy and just give me an idea of what it's like for somebody to come in there. Sure. And uh, thank you. Uh, I think that, you know, first I'll, I'll start off by saying we have two locations. Um, so we have one in Dover, which is really our, our flagship store. And that's really where the herbal path, if you would, began. And we have one in, in Portsmouth as well, which is a little bit smaller. It's about a third of the size of the one that we have in Dover. Um, the Dover Herbal Path has been serving the Dover community now for 25 years. We celebrated our, our 25th and, um, you know, it's, uh, I believe that's the silver anniversary, if you would. So um, that was a very popular event with the community. We had a big celebration and really that provided some measure of reflection for us. We were reflecting back. We had a great many people from the community coming in and thanking us for, for being there and providing this alternative uh, source of, of wellness. Um, and what I would tell you is, you know, walking in for the first time, what do you experience? And I'll take you back to a time when I was a pharmacy student going to Mass College of Pharmacy. And this was back in, in 2012. And I had been on multiple pharmacy practice rotations. We have to go through these in, in our training to become a pharmacist. And I happen to be fortunate enough to have an internship scheduled at the Herbal Path. And I had never been into a space where it was more of a, an herbal plant-based focus in providing these levels of alternative therapies that are, that are baked into traditions right, that go back thousands of years. So I was very interested starting off day one walked into the Dover Herbal Path, and immediately the sensation of and these aromas of essential oils, right? So rosemary, um, lavender, uh, pine, alpha pinene, the, the terpene from pine was, was you know, wafting through the air. And as I walked in, I noticed there were wood floors, there were neat shelves that were organized by section you know, things for inflammation, for example, for um, overall health and wellness, for stress, for digestion. And everything seemed to be very well organized and laid out, very open, brightly lit, you know, like we were talking about earlier, the, the lighting. And then I was greeted by a, a pharmacist and an herbalist at the time, Greg McCrone, and he's someone who since retired from the herbal path, but he was my preceptor and he really shaped my vision of what to expect by, by greeting me, but then saying, you know, we're going to go out into the field today. 
and we're going to look at different plants and we're going to talk about their roots in, in medicine and how the result of, of plants is often what you, what you get with pharmaceuticals. You have many drugs or many pharmaceuticals that are being used right now that have their origin in phytochemistry in the plants that are all around us. So I, I interacted with this individual and that was, was day one. And then I met other people too. And, and Ron Stock is our president, current president, and also the founder of the Herbal Path. And he's also a pharmacist that just grew disenchanted and dispirited with conventional medicine and how there seemed to be this great focus on, on addressing symptoms rather than root cause, right? right? We're more about the health and wellness of the individual here as a whole, as opposed to looking at just the cardiovascular system or just the endocrine system, right? Everything's interconnected. And this interwoven connectedness is really what I learned in my time at the Herbal Path as a pharmacy student. And that, that vision or that experience stays with me even to present day. I remember that first day at the Herbal Path. And that's really what drew me back after spending that eight and a half years in conventional pharmacy practice. So it's just a little bit about, you know, what my first experience was like. It's really interesting because um, my, I have a cousin who is a, uh, a traditional pharmacist uh, working for one of the big chains. And so I wonder sometimes what it must be like to be a, a, a traditional pharmacist in a traditional setting and somebody comes in with pain or, you know, and, and the thing is, as a pharmacist, you're trained in all of the benefits and side effects and whatever that come along with each of the drugs that you prescribe. And I know that when I take traditional pharmace pharmaceuticals, that I feel as though that I'm getting number one, a one note cure, which doesn't address the whole body. And the other thing is I feel as though um, I'm actually doing more harm than good to my overall system because the more that I'm hitting one thing hard, one symptom hard, the more I'm sacrificing the overall health of the whole body. Uh, can you talk about a little bit more about that? I, I can. And this is really one of the reasons why I wanted so much to come back to the herbal path because Ron and I had, had talked, you know, as I was leaving that rotation, leaving the herbal path and moving on in, into the pharmacy world. And he said, you know, before you come back, you need to experience what's broken. And at that point, I didn't really realize just how broken conventional medicine was until I got out into the field, practiced and experienced. And what I would tell you is when you look at pharmaceuticals, many of them have their place, but they're mostly used to alter one metabolic pathway, oftentimes at the exclusion of others, and create, in a way, an unnatural state for the body. You know, I'll give you an example, very common example, Prilosec. You know, many people have heard of Prilosec, an acid reducer, shuts the acid down. We've all seen the commercials, right? So I take that, I take that pill for heartburn, right? 
and I shut down my acid production in the stomach. Well, when you shut down acid production in the stomach in the short term, you relieve heartburn, you relieve the symptoms, but you create an unnatural state for the body because that acid is used to digest protein, is used for mineral absorption. And you can set off a chain of events with this one medication oftentimes taken chronically that may even lead to things like bone issues, osteoporosis, um, challenges in cognitive ability from a lack of mineral absorption due to long-term effects. You know, in our country, polypharmacy is a really big issue. And this is something that I also learned to understand in my time in, in conventional pharmacy practice. But it was very common that someone would come in while I was behind the bench and you know, I worked for, for a chain pharmacy I'd be, you know, the pharmacist in the white coat behind the counter, phones going off, insurance issues, you name it. And people would come up and they, they, you know, I'd see them come in and instead of getting better, they would get sicker and sicker as time went on and more and more and more prescriptions would be added. And this concept of polypharmacy right now is basically people that are on more than 10 prescriptions per day um, on a regular basis. And believe it or not, this is becoming a very commonplace issue and carries with it a significant cost, not only to our healthcare system, but also to people's health and wellness predominantly. And it has a 32% greater risk of all-cause mortality, which is in essence death, by being on greater than 10 prescriptions for, for more than a you know, set number of days. So you think about you know, these substances that we have, and they do have the power and the ability to do a lot of good. You know, I'm not saying conventional pharmacy doesn't have a place. It certainly does. It's the over-reliance on it that I started to grow concerned with in my time as, as a conventional pharmacist. And that ultimately is one of the reasons, one of the big reasons that precipitated that shift or that change. There's also another thing I would say, which is there is a real risk in outsourcing your healthcare or outsourcing your health. And what I mean by that is it can be tempting to say, oh, I'm going to go into the doctor and I have this symptom, I have this acid, you know, I'm, I just want a prescription. I want a pill to make it go away. What do I need to do? Tell me what to take. But the long-term implications of that, of let's say, trusting in that pill and not understanding why did that happen to me to begin with? Is there something I was doing maybe that would contribute to it? Am I eating at the wrong time of day, you know, right before I go to bed? Am I not moving around enough? You know, like all these different factors that move into it because we are humans. We are complex. We are not as simple as the conventional pharmaceutical realm might, might lead us to believe if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. And I, and actually, I'm really, really happy to hear you say that. Um, I'm just to tell a little story here. This past spring, when I was in the throes of tax season, um, I was uh, finding myself internalizing my stress. 
uh, because it was very busy in the tax office. I was I was feeling stressed out and I was feeling responsible for my people to the point where I was not taking care of myself. And lo and behold, at the end of tax season, I had abdominal pain to the point where I went had to go to the hospital and they did a, a quick CAT scan of my gut and they said, you've got diverticulitis. Here are some of the nuclear option antibiotics for you to take for you to reduce the inflammation and, and kill the bac whatever bacteria or whatever that's in there causing the inflammation. Um, I, uh, you know, filled the prescription and I did not take a single one of them. Instead, what I did was I came home and I was like, okay, first of all, why? Why am I feeling this way in the first place? Well, I'm feeling this way in the first place because I'm overly stressed. I'm overly internalizing. I'm not exercising enough. I'm not drinking enough water. I'm, you know, there, there are, there was a, a laundry list of things that bad habits that I was doing that was contributing to this condition. Okay. All right. I need to exercise more. I need to do, I need to take care, better care of myself. How do we address this acute problem in the short term? We took an herbal remedy instead. So we took a combination of tincture herbs that we just got over at our local co-op and the infection was gone within a week. And the what I am very happy to report is I did not have to nuke my gut flora. I was able to keep my gut flora very happy and healthy. And that because I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand when it comes to taking traditional pharmacological remedies, especially antibiotics, that of the damage that it does to one's gut flora. Because if you don't have a healthy gut biome, you do not have good health, period. It's just it, your body cannot go into that homeostasis state if your gut is constantly fighting with each other. And it's, and, uh, you know, my, I was talking to my brother about it. My brother says, just take probiotics. And I'm like, no, because that's not enough. <laughs> that's that not creating, because every person's gut is unique. It's a unique biome uh, that is special to you to promote good health in you. And so taking those probiotics, while they're very good for you, they're not the whole picture. And to Try to slowly build up your gut biome by taking some probiotics. It's a good start, but it's going to take you a long time to get it back to that homeostasis state. So uh, what I'd like you to talk about a little bit here is the story I just told you. Is that a typical story of somebody who got a diagnosis, got scared, took the pharmaceuticals, and now they are now they're trying to work themselves back up to a state of health? Yeah, that's a great example. And I think it, it's one that's becoming all too common, where you have a situation, a health-related condition, if you would, that is relating back to chronic stress or stressful event of some sort. And it's becoming a very common theme in the herbal path, both locations, where there's digestive issues, there are um, mood issues, there are frustration, anxiety, stomach pains, you name it, really. And you go back to the individual, like you said, people are unique. 
okay, tell me about that. How is that? You know, we have this process when people come in where we look at the person and not their condition. You know, so somebody can tell me I have um, diverticulitis. Okay. But tell me about you as a person. You know, how did you get that? Um, you know, what, what might've led to that? Um, do you know, um, is there anything you do that makes it worse? What is your a typical day in the life of, of Bill, right? And, and you go through those different things and try to understand more about the person and see what we can't do, right? We're not doctors. We're not medical doctors. We don't diagnose, treat, or cure disease. But as a pharmacist, I have the ability to assess a patient, right? Like that's part of what being a pharmacist allows us to, to do. And that is a very common situation. And the number of times where I'm speaking with someone and as the conversation goes on, chronic stress or being under pressure or some sort of stressful event, the, the number of times that comes out is just countless. And chronic stress has deleterious effects on our body's ability to heal itself. Because see, we all have this innate healing ability. Uh, the human organism is very resilient with many different modalities built in for healing. And then like you said, you have herbs around us, like plants, medicine literally growing out of the ground. You know, how can we leverage some of these plants to, to support us and help us in our healing journey, right? But more often than not, chronic stress plays a factor, plays a role. And what I would tell you about chronic stress is it's insidious, it's deleterious, and it can cause a situation for the body that you are out of balance. And being out of balance is something that cre can create more issues down the road, whether it be for digestion or chronic pain or stress, um, anxiety, things of that nature. Sleep, sleep is another big one that's impacted by chronic stress. I would say the, the number three things, right, that we're seeing right now that I'm dealing with on a daily basis when I'm interacting with the, the good folks that come in here are sleep issues, anxiety issues, and digestive issues. And more often than not, I would say more than 80% of the time as I'm speaking with those individuals, there's some sort of chronic stress that comes bubbling up. Um, and we live in, a, in an, a culture where that comes up day in and day out. And that's why it's so important for us to support the body with stress-reducing activities, whether they be things like meditation or taking a quiet moment for yourself or exercise or taking an herbal tincture, right? There's so many different things we can do to help reduce the chronic stress and then therefore bring our bodies up to to better state of, of healing, innate healing that we have the, the capacity to do. So I, I was thinking of that as you kind of ran through that, that all too common story that we're seeing. Okay. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the, the herbs that you use in the pharmacy. Like where do you source them? Are the, is this a common, is this mostly Western herbs, uh, things that you can grow in your backyard? Or are we also looking at Chinese herbs? Because there's a whole Chinese pharmacology out there of herbs out there. Uh, when Nina was taking her, um, 
exams for uh, being a uh, an acupuncturist. Uh, she showed me the Materia Medica for herbal remedies for Chinese, and the thing was like a thousand pages long. And so they, they, so this was huge. So you can, you know, devote an entire pharmacy just to Chinese herbs. So I'm curious to uh, the the mix of types of herbs that you have available at your locations. Well, and, and that's a really good question. And what I would tell you is the mixture of herbs is very carefully vetted. You know, we carry a large percentage of the herbal tinctures that are out there, you know, different varieties. We have a lot of mushroom type products, you know, CBD, um, different cannabinoids as well. And plus the, the array of vitamins and minerals that you might find in, in a health food related environment. But all of these in terms of sourcing go through that that buyer you know so we have somebody who, who works for us who is vetting the different brands and she makes sure she's also an herbalist as well and, and we have this at both stores set up where you know the person managing the pharmacy if you would is also an herbalist and as an herbalist they know okay what are the highest quality sources they take the time to review and we we're very careful before we bring in a new company and that has to go through through process as well. So there's many different varieties. What I will say though, is we don't really have a lot of traditional Chinese medicine related herbs. Most of what we have is in the Western herbalism sense or European herbalism sense. There's a mixture of tinctures, a mixture of capsules. We even have dried herbs as well. Um, but all of these really being from that Western uh, clinical herbalism, if you would. Um, and there are different levels of, of knowledge and training on our team. And I think that's one of our biggest strengths here is that, yes, we have this great array of preparations, but we also have an amazing group of individuals. And we've got quite the eclectic background on our team where, you know, you have herbalists, right? Like I mentioned, that have spent their entire lives doing nothing but studying herbs and the way plants work, you know, with the, the human body. And then I also have, you know, on the team, energy healers. You know, we have someone who specializes in biomagnetism. Uh, we have a couple of pharmacists on the team, right, who have more of a conventional medical background. And all of this together leads to a state of collaboration in sharing across these different backgrounds and these different professional spheres that we come from. And then I think that makes us all the more strong, you know, when we're helping people and recommending things to support them and to help their bodies heal. Um, so it's really, it's quite a, a mixture of things that you're going to find, but all of them are vetted through that, that one individual with, with a high level of, of, of detail to make sure we're offering the very best to the public. You also offer any uh, traditional pharmacy items like a like through uh, you would find at a at a traditional pharmacy. We're a little unusual in that we don't have any prescription um, pharmacotherapies. What I would also tell you is where we shine, and this is another area that that I'll mention, is we do offer screening. And what I mean by that is there are many people that will come in that say, okay, I'm on these medications and I want to take this herb or this supplement, but I'm not sure, is it safe to do that? And that's where, when I think of the pharmacist role, where the pharmacist really comes into play. 
because we do have the ability to screen to make sure that based on the information that, that we know, yes, is it safe to take this? No, it, maybe it's not safe to take this. You know, there are examples, you know, we talked about polypharmacy earlier. People come in that really want to use, let's say, St. John's Ward. And St. John's Ward is a wonderful herb. It can be very nutritive. It can be very healing. It can support, you know, our mood. But if I'm on, or this person is on, let's say 10 medicines or 15 medicines, and the pharmacist, we as the pharmacist, we screen that and find an, an interaction or a contraindication, you know, we'll let the person know, you know, while this is a nice herb, a nice plant, it might not be the plant for you because it could potentially, you know, cause a conflict with the medication. Um, so that's really where you, know, you start to see the pharmacist role come into play, not necessarily with dispensing, with, with a traditional pharmacy model, but more of the, the working with people, counseling people, things of that nature on medication and herb combinations. The traditional pharmacies, they tend to have a lot of um, vitamins and minerals now too, like some of the chains are starting to dabble in, in alternative medicine. Mm -hmm. um, but when I say dabble, I mean very, very much so because we're not seeing the level of focus that we, we emphasize here. Um, but we do carry those things like vitamin C, probiotics, vitamin A, you know, all, all the standards in addition to those things that are a little bit harder to get and a little bit less common, like your medicinal mushrooms or your different cannabinoids like CBD or CBG. So it really runs the gamut there, but um, it's not the traditional pharmacy. It's more the, the pharmacists with, with that knowledge. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And when you mentioned the, the uh, contraindications, um, even herbalists sometimes get that wrong too, where they'll prescribe, you know, two different types of uh, herbs and not realize that they're contraindicated for each other. And then the person gets very ill. So yeah, having, having a very experienced herbalist on your staff is, um, and being able to do that extra research and being thorough. I think that's important too. Someone says, yeah, I'm on these medications. Are these herbs contraindicated for that? And then you ask the other questions, what is your diet like? And then you realize that, wait a second, what you're eating is also contradicted, <laughs> contraindicated for the, those herbs. Or they're like, oh, I, I needed to mention that I smoke pot every weekend. Oops, uh, I forgot to mention that because <laughs> or that, you know, I, I have, you know, a wine, a, you know, a glass of wine with dinner every night. That's a huge drug interaction risk that you have there. So you got to be very thorough with that. And it sounds like you guys are thorough with that. Boy, that's fantastic. Oh, thank you. So can you give me a, uh, a success story of someone, uh, for instance, that somebody comes in and maybe they were on a bunch of medications and they uh, were able to um, have a better outcome after seeing one of your people or seeing you? Yeah. And this is actually someone who, you know, I think back to when I first started here and it, it makes a, a really big impact in my mind because when this person walked in, I could tell they were in pain and you could see it etched onto their face. And they were hunched over, they had a cane, they were walking in under their own power, albeit, but very, very slowly. And 
And they said to me, you know, I was the pharmacist on duty at the time. And they said to me, I need your help. And, and it was just the way it came out. It was very, it was very halting. And just, you could see that this was someone who was searching for answers and wasn't really finding. So I took the time and I, and I obsessed and I asked questions and learned that they'd been suffering with fibromyalgia, you know, going on for a better part of, of 15 years. They tried many medications all the way up the list of different, um, you know, combinations of oxycodone that you could try and morphine and, and the list went on. And with each medication that was discussed, you know, the look of, of just frustration, but then also resignation, resignation to pain that this, that this person was experiencing. So and I really felt, felt bad for them, you know, took them over to where we have a little counter, um, I pulled, pulled a chair out, they were able to sit down. And we just had a, a good conversation about things that they might be able to do that were different than what they'd already tried, right? And they'd been through all the conventional medical um, system. They tried the medication, they tried different physical therapies, you know, nothing, nothing was working. So they heard about us and they decided to, to give us a try. So as I worked with them and, and talked with them, um, we talked about some things like CBD, right? And CBD has tremendous healing potential. You know, the cannabis plant is just chock full of different healing phytochemicals, right? Um, so we talked about CBD and, and I recommended that. And then we also talked about, you know, potentially using or, or seeing someone who does acupuncture, right? You know, Because we, we refer people too. Like we don't do all these services under our roof, but we do have a very good network of people that we can refer to for, for you know, patients or, or customers that are really struggling with things, clients, right? And so we kind of hammered out the, the cannabidiol, CBD, you know, doses to take, what we recommend. Um, we also talked about turmeric and boswellia and some other um, anti-inflammatory type preparations that, that we had available as well. And that was really the big combination, I think, that did it was the boswellia, turmeric, the CBD. And we threw in some, some topical CBD for good measure. And as this person was leaving, they said to me, well, you're going to know either way because I'm coming back and I'm, I'm going to let you know. And that really stuck out for me. And I remember that. And they walked out. And as time went on, I, I kind of forgot about it. You know, three weeks went by, went, went around my normal routine. And at some point in that third week, this person came back in. But the person that came back in was different had a different look on their face, a different posture, if you would. You know, all of a sudden the cane was no longer being leaned on as much. You know, it, wasn't, it wasn't really even needed as much. And, and they walked in and they said, thank you for your recommendation. I'm here to get more. It worked. And what preceded was, or what followed was a conversation about how they'd spent all these years going to doctors and trying different medications that just didn't work or didn't seem to help. But they tried this combination of natural remedies and, and they just felt so much better. And their ability 
to do the daily activities of living and go for walks and, and such was was increasing and that moment to me was very defining because that was early on you know when i when i'd first come back to the herbal path and it reminded me that powerful example of why i was doing this you know that's why i'm here i feel as though i believe as though i have a greater ability to help people here than i ever did in conventional pharmacy practice i can spend time with people i can listen to them i can empathize and i can support and the environment is such that it makes it easier for me to do those things it's all about empowerment and that moment will always stand with me that that's a one of the most powerful stories that i can remember that's beautiful so if listeners out there, if you're interested in seeking out the herbal path or seeking out a, a an herbal pharmacy like the herbal path, you please give our listeners here uh, how they can reach out and find you. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, I would say one of the easiest ways is through the internet. Um, herbalpath.com is our website. Um, you know, you can Google the herbal path as well. You'll see that, that we have two locations, one in Portsmouth, um, and one in Dover. And, you know, each one carries herbs and different levels of, of tincture preparations. There's a little bit more to offer at Dover just simply because it's larger and it's been there longer. Um, but both places are staffed with experts. We have herbalists, we have wellness coaches, we have pharmacists. Um, so I would say internet, really good way to find us. Um, email as well, you know, if anyone wants to reach out to me, if they have a question or they're curious about something, um, because what I do is a little bit more um, specialized than what a lot of pharmacists do. So, you know, I can be reached, my email is really uh, a great way to reach me at john, J-O-H-N, at herbalpath com, And I'd be more than happy to take questions. And um, I would say uh, interact with anyone who wants to reach out. I'm very passionate about holistic health and wellness in herbal medicine, and the power that it has to help people heal. And I think we're in a very difficult time right now. And healing is something that, that I think could be beneficial for all. Is it possible for people out, outside of the New Hampshire area to contact you? Absolutely. I'd, I'd love to hear from people. Um, email is great. You know, phone is good, too. You know, if you guys want to reach out to me by phone, 603-740-8400. Um, uh, we'll go to our direct line at the store and you know, just ask for John or the pharmacist. And always happy to have a, a conversation about alternative medicine. Awesome. So thank you very much, John, for speaking with us today. And thank you, everybody out there for listening. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. For more information about Bill and Nina G, please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.